Hello everyone and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host Chad Owens. Whoo-wee. What a weekend. Um, I can't wait to share with you guys uh, my experience at my very first bodyboarding contest that happened on the beautiful island of Kauai. Um, and so look, I want to get right into this thing so like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. All right, man, where do I begin? Um, it was an experience. I didn't do, uh, I didn't perform the way I would have wanted to. Um, and I guess, you know, as a, as a former pro athlete, you, you just expect to do well in everything you do. Um, but I was quickly reminded that I was out there in the, in the water with, with guys and girls that, that, that do this. Like, this is what they do. Although I was competing in, a, in an amateur division, uh, the master's division, uh, for people that are 35 and older, you know, experience goes a long way in anything we do in life. You know, but in sports, experience in the sport, experience in the, the competition environment within that sport. You know, I bodyboard all the time, right, for fun and just, you know, doing my thing, but never in that competition setting. So experience goes a long way. So that's the, the, the win I took away from uh, this past weekend is that I got one experience under my belt. I will be back next year, uh, Garden Island Boogie Boarding Classic for the fourth annual. So with that, guys, I want to just shout out uh, the two directors, Chris Burkhart, Jeff Hub, uh, Jeff Hubbard, excuse me, of Hub Boards. Just an unbelievable uh, event. A lot of people and a lot of inspiration for, for the youth that was up there. And I got a chance to sit and be part of the ceremonies and watch the awards and just all the smiles on these kids' faces, the parents, the energy, the positive vibes that were surrounding this event was incredible. And so, you know, we definitely need more bodyboarding contests, events, and I'm gonna be part of, of the journey. And I can't wait for them to bring it over here to Oahu because I know a lot of you here would love to be a part of an event like that. So, um, again, mahalo to the Garland Island Boogie Boarding Classic for, uh, for having me. I had a blast. Congratulations to all the competitors who both won and, and, and didn't place. I mean, just for being there, just for participating and supporting right, this event. That's what it was about. It was about going out and supporting this unbelievable sport that brings so much people together, brings the community together, and I was glad to have been a part of that. And uh, shout out to my brother, Richard Cooper, for sort of inspiring me and, and you know, uh, being there with me uh, during this event. He did well uh, as, as well in his heat, so congratulations, bro. And again, thank you guys so much. Until next year, I gotta get back to practice. All right, it's that time, it's Monday, and I feel like it's been a month since I've had my guy, Steven Sai, with me to talk sports. We're gonna rap about UH baseball and some of the things that's going on, some recruits and some players they got coming in, coming back, and things to look forward to. So check it out. All right, my guy, Steven Sai. Man, it's, it feels like it's been so long since I got you uh, here on the show. 
How you doing? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, man. Um, so look, I know you have a couple articles uh, coming out that was today, you know, uh, about UH baseball. One, yeah. Cole Cabrera is coming back to his homelands yes, to finish is. off at UH uh, University of Hawaii to play baseball and a uh, big time scheduling uh, happened. So let's let's talk about those things. Well, it's all involves uh, UH baseball. I know it's summertime and it's kind of weird because everyone else is playing baseball, but UH baseball is more of a spring sport. But um, they're bringing back Cole Cabrera, which is good. He is uh, a Punahou graduate, played four years at Cal Poly. He's a grad transfer. He's coming back for his final year and he plays center field. And that's kind of an important thing because they lost their last year's center fielder, um, Adam Fogel. He completed his eligibility. And uh, um, also that Matt Wong, who used to play center field is still recovering from some knee problems. So why it looks mm. like it's kind of filled at the big position. But yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, that's awesome to get, you know, a, a Hawaii, you know, product back. Uh, and this is going to be for his senior year. Yeah. Is that um, what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. His second senior year. And a lot of guys are just coming back now. It just seems that, Hey, with the way the transfer portal works, new staff and everything, there's just a lot of guys coming back. You got the two Donahue cousins are coming back. Um, Kate Hollymano, who was not drafted, he's going to come back as UH's right. ace pitcher. So it just seems like there's just a lot of energy coming back to the UH baseball team. I, I feel that. And I sort of feel like, and, and that's what happens in my opinion, when you have, you know, sometimes new a new regime, a new energy, Yeah. Uh, people want to maybe be a part of it. And, and, and so I feel like there's some good energy coming our way for the University of Hawaii baseball team, which let's talk about the next thing. Man, they got a, a, an opponent scheduled for, for, for next year that's going to be a nice test, but it's going to bring some excitement. Yeah, I mean, they're going to open against Washington State. Always great things. Hey, coach of Washington State is a guy named Brian Green, who used to be an assistant coach at UH, so he got some ties. After that, they're going to go to the Tony Gwynn Classic in San Diego. It's a 12-team tournament, and they're spreading the games over three campuses. And it's just some of the top teams. It's just great competition. They play Rutgers, and then after that, they play Vanderbilt, one of the top baseball teams in the country. This past draft, two of their guys, uh, two of their pitchers were in the top 10 in the draft. I mean, this is a powerful, powerful wow. program. Um, it's, it was a big thing to go to Vanderbilt last year, but to have Vanderbilt actually come to Les Murakami Stadium, that's kind of huge. And hopefully things will be opening up, and that should be a packed house for uh, all yeah. three games at the point. Yeah, I, I can't wait because I want to go and enjoy some, some University of Hawaii sports, you know, uh, baseball, football, everything. I want to go and support all the sports, you know, basketball, volleyball. Uh, you know, I'm going to make it sort of a, a thing, you know. So I'm, I'm excited about what's coming, and everybody should be excited about University of Hawaii sports yes should be kind of interesting at least the uh, baseball and some other things are you know going to be happening on the campus so things yeah. are slowly opening up i know there have been surges here and there but still things like we're trending the right way and uh you know hey everything's trending hopefully for them to be uh, nine thousand people in the packing the Ching, uh, yes Ching facility in a couple yes months. for football and that's what we're going to talk about here lastly Stephen. you're heading to vegas to the mountain west uh, conference media days where, 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 where a, a head, the head coach and two players get selected from each team to come and represent and to ask and to answer questions for the first time, right? Yeah, face a to long face. time, face right. to face. Talk about that. And you know, this is a good experiment for the league and everything because last year everything was um, on Zooms, there, there was no interaction or anything like that. Um, to have your not vaccinated, then um, 
you, you know, you have, you have to take a couple of tests before you actually go in there or you have to wear a mask, but it's a good chance to, to kind of go back to normalcy. It's a great chance for all the teams to promote their players. It's a good chance for Hawaii to promote a guy they've been really trying hard to promote is Calvin Turner. Calvin Turner, your guy can do everything. He can run, he can catch, he can catch and run. He just does everything. And they're, they're bringing him out there and um, they've been kind of trying to pump him up as possible, possible player of the year. So, um, yeah, it, I mean, it, I see that happening. I see that happening, you know, and, um, you know, it's exciting times. Like I said, it's exciting times for all of UH sports, but University of Hawaii football, I think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's creating sort of a buzz just because it's the, the new on-campus stadium that's being right. built. There's a, there's a buzz about it, right? They're talking about that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that it's only going to be 9,000 fans, but you know what? It's going to be sold out. It's going to be packed, and that's what we need. We need to continue to build that demand to come and support uh, UH sports and University of Hawaii football, you know, because it does, it, football is a big revenue generating sport. I think it's the number one revenue generating sport yeah. in all colleges, right? So um, that's always the goal. And yeah, I'm excited, man. And it's important too because university university of football helps support a lot of the other programs because there are a lot of programs that don't make money helps offset the cost and uh uh football despite what people say always makes money it's got the tv contract that's linked to and everything and you know there's only gonna be nine thousand people this year because of um uh zoning restrictions everything it's gonna go up to fifteen thousand next year hopefully it goes up after that and maybe down the road they're gonna build that stadium but the main thing is if there are only nine thousand uh, tickets that's a hot ticket hey i don't know that's about you since you ticket. have connections but uh, i tried calling bruno mars joe coy it's hard to get tickets it's hard to even get a ticket on your show so hey <laughs> it's a hot yeah, ticket yeah you better hustle find the man that's the world to run down man we be selling out that's right <laughs> <laughs> no that's great steven thanks so much man i always love the energy and and you know and you're your media you're steven Sai. you on the sidelines on game days man you're not well, worried about you're that. You're kind stuff. of media too now, but you're different. You're a media star. <laughs> huh. hmm. No, but we're co-stars, yes. Stephen. <laughs> we're co-stars on the show, so you're in there. Where I go, you go. <laughs> well, you can take me to Maui, you go. <laughs> oh, well, and you had a fun time. You had a fun time. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, look, Stephen, that's all the time yeah. we got for today, man. Thanks so much again. Uh, safe travels to Vegas, and I'm sure we're going to be talking about that experience. Um, sure. soon. Will do. Okay. Aloha. In the golf world, Colin Morikawa wins the British Open. This is an interesting stat. Morikawa is the first player to win two first attempt majors, right? That's, that's, that's very impressive. And a great stat that Morikawa held going into this British Open was he was the best ball striker in the tournament on tour the best ball striker and, and in golf what i'm learning is that the margin of error is so small because you got this tiny ball and this little blade whether it's a driver the face of that or an iron man any slight you know off beat you know little dip to it changes everything so being the best ball striker out there is what allowed him to dominate. He's a young, up-and-coming golfer. And so uh, congratulations, Colin. 
And again, congratulations to my brother Richard Cooper. Man, he called it. Uh, yeah, he had a little something in on that. And uh, congratulations to everyone who picked Colin Morikawa as the winner for this British Open. Let's go. I got, that's something I need to get back to practicing as well. I got to work on my ball strike. <clears throat> Ooh, these NBA Finals heating up. The Milwaukee Bucks is heating up. They won three in a row. You know, the Phoenix Suns sort of, they've had the momentum. I've talked about it the entire playoffs. Best team in, in, in the playoffs. Hottest team in the playoffs. And Giannis is back full strength. And his team is playing extremely well. You know, there's, there's one thing of being the hottest team going into the playoffs and being the hottest team in the playoffs. But we can't forget, man, a lot of sports is team sports. And the Milwaukee Bucks right now are playing better team basketball. Yeah. You know, Devin Booker is having himself a heck of a playoffs and NBA finals. Future star, you know. Kobe Bryant said it. You know, he's, he's going to be a future guy. Elite level. League leader. And he's, pro and he's proving that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's five guys out on that court at a time on your team. And the Bucks have now won three in a row. They're up three to two. Game six in Milwaukee happening tomorrow. The Bucks could close it out and win their first NBA championship in, I think it was 50 years. <sighs> Look, uh, so that's going to be an exciting game. But there's something about having your back against the wall. I expect the Phoenix Suns to be scrappy and, you know... <laughs> They're going to do everything in their power to force a Game 7, which will be back in Phoenix. So, look, it's been an exciting playoff. It's been an exciting NBA Finals. And wouldn't it be dope for it to go to a Game 7? I know the NBA wants that to happen. Anyway, good luck to both teams. Hawaii, stand up, man. We are being represented in the Olympics this year all over the place you, guys you got to check out dave Ritter's column in today's honolulu star advertiser he's highlighting 10 athletes hawaii born athletes that are representing across the stage in multiple sports uh that's huge like i, I want to know the numbers you know per capita of people that are in there you know hawaii we we are doing it we've got so many amazing athletes. So look, I want to take this opportunity to shout out all the parents for, you know, the day in and day out grind. I'm a, I'm a parent of an athlete. I know what it's about. You know, shout out to my wife for being, you know, that, that, that lead on getting the kids, doing what they got to do, taking them to their sporting events, you know, while I'm doing my thing, working and all this stuff. Um, but so shout out to the parents that make that commitment for their kids. Because without you... They're not getting to their sporting events. They're not, you know, and they're not building that love and passion for the game, right? And, and creating that goal of winning a championship, creating that goal of going to college, getting a scholarship, creating that goal of becoming a pro, becoming an Olympian. And so shout out to the parents, shout out to the coaches who take the time to not just coach up these athletes on, on the sport that they're playing, but also implementing the life skills to me, coaches are mentors. Coaches have the unique opportunity to affect 
kids, athletes, young men and women in a way that, that a lot of other people can. So shout out to all the coaches, teachers for, you know, obviously the education. Without education, there's no, there is no opportunity. There's no college, right? So, so shout out to everyone that's involved in every single athlete's life right here in Hawaii. You guys are, are, are the real champions and you all should be proud of the representation that's happening right now in this year's Olympics. So make sure you guys check out Dave Reader's uh, column in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Man, Hawaii, let's go. And that is it for today's show. I, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, I was so excited and motivated to, to come and do this show today. You know, after the weekend I had, like, being out there on the beautiful island of Kauai, um, just rejuvenating, seeing the beauty that we have in this, this beautiful state. You know, let's just make sure we're doing our part to keep Hawaii, Hawaii. Okay, and that's just my hope for you guys. That's my little motivation Monday for you guys is to go out and do something special for our island, for our state. You know, you see a piece of trash on the ground and if you're able to, you know, discard of that trash. Take care of it, you know. Start to pass that knowledge down. I talked to you guys about coaches, teachers, mentors, parents. Uh, you know, let's not forget to keep this place. Teach our kids to keep this place, you know, uh, the way it is and the way it's meant to be. And that's a beautiful place that's, that's got so much strength, manna, the spirit. We're surrounded by it. Uh, and last little story, quick story before I close, is that I had a chance while on Kauai to talk to Kauai High um, and their football team. And I got to share with them the very unique position that they're in. That they're from Hawaii. And they need to embrace that and be proud of that and use that to their advantage because it is our strength. It is our strength. So, uh, And we got our strength from the aina, from the ocean, from the air, everything that's surrounding this beautiful place. So let's keep it that way. All right. That's my little tidbit from Monday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. I'll see you guys come hump day Wednesday. Aloha.